You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. If it wasn't a li- at least a little bit fun, I wouldn't be doing it because it's certainly not for the money and it's not for the prestige. It's not for any of the things that we don't ever get. But I'm going back to you. asked that question about whether you th- we thought we'd ever gone too far. It's, it's funny you said it because it's become so easy to offend people nowadays, but it's really hard to be offensive. You know, no matter what we do, it's not offensive, but it's very easy to offend people. It makes it difficult on a band like us. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, brought to you by Sound Talent Media and Evergreen Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians to talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. Hope you had a killer weekend. I most certainly did. This Vox and Hops episode is presented by Heavy Montreal. Heavy Montreal are Montreal's premier metal promoter, and I'm very stoked to have teamed up with them to bring you Heavy Montreal Presents Vox and Hops Brutal Montreal 2022, which will be happening in my hometown, Montreal on September 2nd at Corona Theater. This year's event features Deicide performing their classic album Legion in its entirety, alongside Cataclysm, who will be performing their classic album Serenity and Fire in its entirety, as well as with Inhuman Condition. And I am very stoked to announce that we have added the powerhouse Undeath to Brutal Montreal 2022. I can't be more stoked about this. Tickets for Brutal Montreal 2022 are flying. Trust me, if you want to come to this year's event, you should pick up your tickets now via the link in the description of this podcast because it is going to sell out and you're going to miss out on the chance to hang out with me and enjoy life metal and craft beer in my hometown of montreal it's gonna be a blast don't miss it i'm very stoked to have heavy montreal behind the vox and hops metal podcast now before we jump into today's episode i'd just like to ask you to follow the vox and hops metal podcast on the podcast platform of your choice but more than that i would love for you to rate and or write a review of the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Now, why do I want you to do that? Well, you have to imagine that when someone is looking for a new podcast to listen to, what do they do? They scroll down, they look at the ratings, they read those comments, and if those reviews are favorable and say that I am a great host, that all of my guests are amazing, that I ask excellent questions, well, they may just give that podcast a chance. So by you writing a review, you may actually be the person that helps sway someone's decision to become a brand new Vox and Hopshead, and that would be something that I would truly Really appreciate. Now today on the podcast, I'm very stoked to be back with Balsack, the Jaws of Death, and Bone Snapper, the Cave Troll of Guar. Get ready, everyone. This is Vox and Hops, episode number 361. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today, I'm very stoked to be back with Balsack, Jaws of Death, and Bone Snapper, the Cave Troll of Guar. Guys, how you doing? What's going on? Super, super stoked uh, to be back with you guys. Uh, last time we, we hung out was over a year ago. I uh, had the chance to hang out with Bone Snapper a little bit with uh, John Goblicon, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, how are you guys doing? Let's just start with a simple, uh, how are you doing? We're battle-weary. <laughs> we're, we're winding up the first leg of our Black Death Rage tour here tonight. Amazing. How does that feel? How does that feel to, to, to be to be wrapping up something, starting something, being back into the swing of things? Feels good. I mean, we're gearing up for it to go to Europe, and then we'll be touring this fall with the full um, tour in support of the New Dark Ages, our new album. We're just playing a few teasers on this little in-between tour. The next tour, we will fully embrace the duo verse and 
really get into that story. Hell yes, I love that so, so very much. It's all killing. It's a thing. I love it. I love it. Uh, Vox and Hop says you guys did it very well now because we've done this before. It's all about hanging out with my metal friends, talking about their lives, music and craft beer. What beer do you guys have on your side that we're going to be sharing virtually today? Uh, I just lost it under the pool table. Just give me a second to fish it out. As, as he bends over with, with a, 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 a pool cue. I'm shaking up now. Yeah. Yeah, it's our new uh, Blood Orange Blood Geyser. So sick. Uh, massive cheers to Devil's Backbone for creating this brew for you. Uh, tell me the story behind this. Uh, what humans uh, did you have to sacrifice and torture uh, to make this beer a reality, guys? Uh, well, uh, everybody at InBev, they, uh, you know, they bought they bought Devil's Backbone, and uh, so <laughs> uh, we we like our beer. Hot and well shaken. We're, we're and bloody. Pretty much the entire management of Devil's Backbone and InBev are now dead. <laughs> That's good. That's you good. Know. Yeah, you got to drink out of fancy glasses. Always. <laughs> if not, it's not as good. It won't taste as warm and it won't taste as shaken if you're not drinking it from fancy glassware, guys. Come on. I love it. Uh, I love that very much. Uh, Cryptopsy actually had a blood orange New England IPA actually called uh, Cold Haze Warm Blood from Kanawaki Brewing, actually. Uh, I'm going to be drinking a, a lighter beer. Because uh, it's it's early on Saturday for me, and last night was a fun night. This is from Echo Session Ale. Uh, it's their new beer that they just dropped. Uh, it's a Kolsch, and it's a, a light beer. It's 3.5%, I believe. And uh, it's going to be cool. Shout out to JF uh, Legency for hooking me up with this. Uh, talk to me about how you guys coped with uh, 2021. Last time we spoke, I asked you how you coped with 2020. Uh, how have you guys been doing since then? Uh, what has it been like for Guar? Uh, obviously, you guys recorded uh, this brand new album, The New Dark Ages. Uh, how have you been coping with 2021 and uh, half of 2022 so far? We took the, uh, the Scumdogs reunion show that we were working on then. We took that out on the road um last year and somehow managed to only get everyone in the band got COVID except for myself so but we made it through without canceling a single show so we had it was, that was a very weird tour we were playing with different um lineups of the band every night we never knew who was gonna be taken out yeah COVID even took out techno which is unbelievable we can't kill him but <laughs> but uh, uh we had execution on a few shows uh, there was a, a huge battle in L.A. that uh, hopefully a lot of people I, I enjoyed being part of. We still can't seem to kill Techno. Maybe he'll come back again. But uh, we're moving on to new stuff. You have to. It's, it's the only way that we can do things. You can't keep reliving things and rehashing things. You know, it's nice to go back and revisit stuff, but it's fun to make new music. Uh, let's talk about the new Dark Ages. Let's jump straight into it. Uh, Cryptopsy, right now, I'm going into studio this week to record my vocals. Uh, honestly, I'd rather be on tour than in the studio. I'm, it's just how I am. Uh, how about you guys? Is it fun creating new music, or is it really just a means to go back out on tour? It was actually pretty torturous. You know, you lock yourself in a studio for a month and don't see anybody other than your bandmates and it's it's a hellish process but some somehow we turned out something really good that we're really proud of and they wouldn't let me in this time maybe next time <laughs> you, you, you gotta get I got, a, I got a good country single bug love and i want to record that one so maybe maybe next out or maybe we'll put out some singles 
so we don't have to be on the same vinyl with you. Works for me. <laughs> uh, how how tedious is it creating together when you are in the studio? How uh, is it? Is there any fun, or is it really just hard work and and fights and and sacrificing humans uh, to take me? Take what's a day in the studio with Guar like? I get to play my parts. That's fun, but I have to listen to everybody else's shit. That's uh, drudgery. <laughs> when you when you do come to, to your parts, uh, how how open are other people? How open are you really to other people's critiques uh, of of to to make a good Guar song? I'm completely open, but I'm also completely deaf, so I don't have to hear them. <laughs> that's that's a good tactic. That's, I'm gonna I might have to steal that this week when I'm in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we spoke, uh, you guys were, were drinking craft beer. You're still drinking craft beer right now. Uh, how have your craft beer palates evolved since our last conversation? Are, are you still on the same train? Or uh, for myself, as an example, I've stepped a little bit away from hazies, and I'm far more into the, the clear lagers nowadays like most beer geeks tend to do. How about you guys? I am still a girl drink drunk, and that explains this beautiful pink color of our our new beer it's it's definitely got a fruity fruity hint to it that makes it palatable to me because i'm not a huge hops guy like usually ipas scare me away but this one's actually really pleasant it is really good and i'm i also am not much of an ipa hoppy guy i'm with you i'm on the uh the longer train Mm -hmm. easy drinkable crushable you can have a bunch of them uh, the IPA hangover tends to be a little bit worse than a Kolsch hangover, I would say. But like he said, it's very. This one is very light and very drinkable, fruity. We we really wanted something that looked like blood. Not quite there, but it's it's got like maybe you tricked your finger a little bit. And... <laughs> Some alien blood. I don't know. You, you, you need to get more human blood in this beer. Uh, come on, come on, Devil's Backbone. Uh, we're, well, well, we're talking. So our our deal with with Devil's Backbone is we're going to make seasonal beers. Maybe maybe three a year to start. We'll see. And I think we're going to always go back to the Blood Geyser if it's popular enough. But we've got more in the shoot. I'm not sure. We don't have a release uh, schedule yet. But there's going to be a lot of different we want this to be a long-term relationship with with devil's backbone so i think i think probably the next one that comes out won't be until the winter so we'll have something darker and heavier for the winter months and how involved are you in this process like coming up with the ideas coming up with the names uh, for myself when i make beers with people i have an idea i shoot them the idea and i i, I don't know how to make beer i i know the process but i'm far from being an expert in that but i do have cool ideas and i know how to brand things how involved were you in the creation of uh this this brew right here well i mean we had meetings with with devil's backbone and and everybody in the band kind of threw out what they like and what they don't like and what we were looking for and they threw out some ideas of what they could do and we all got excited about the blood orange thing because we love blood so much yeah the concepts the concepts are, are mostly ours and then the execution as far on the beer side is all theirs. And they send us sample cans to say yay or nay. Cool. Uh, we keep killing the execs and they keep replacing them. So that slows things down. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, we, we, we're trying to keep the, the concepts, the, the flavors, uh, the concepts of the flavors and the idea of the name. Yeah, the names definitely ours. The, art, the imagery, you're going to see some original core artwork on the cans and 
but but they make beer, so we don't stop them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They make good. They make good beer. <laughs> the 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 red in it is it really just from the blood orange, or did they put some sort of colorant in it? They said it's just the blood orange. That's what I, I think. Know. That's what it I think be too. Because they could have messed around. I know that some people mess around making red stuff with a, like a beet extract, and that would make it far more bloody, bloody red. Uh, I don't know. Like beating. <laughs> actually, doing like a beet, um, a beet beer to get it really bloody and red. But we decided that the we went, we're looking more at flavor profile for this one. But we'll probably do something really gimmicky like that later on. Because, you know, we're, we're not opposed to gimmicks in this band. I don't know if you knew that about us. I, I do know that, and I have a whole topic about it written right here on my paper next to me. <laughs> Why not jump into that? Uh, how do you feel about that? How do, how do you feel? I had a chat with John Goblicon from Necrogoblicon, and he says that Necrogoblicon is still looking for their gimmick. Uh, how, how does Guar approach being regarded as a gimmick band because i don't necessarily see you guys as that because i know the songs are so goddamn strong you just you know you're you're space aliens there's 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 nothing aside from that so so talk talk to me about how you feel about gimmick bands new gimmick bands uh, such as necrogobicon even if they're not a gimmick band in john's eyes well i think we found a new gimmick um in the past like decade we're going with being the first openly hermaphroditic frontman it's with Blothar, Blothar the Cal God. You know, there aren't any too many other hermaphrodites that are out there like he is. I can't name one. What do you think about the newer bands that are coming up that are also jumping onto the, the character train aside from the music? Well, rock and roll is a, is a gimmick, in my opinion, from the word go. So whatever it takes to uh, put it's a show. Put a show. If it sucks, the show sucks. If it's great, it's great. That's all that matters. At the end of the day, it's art. And if people like it and people respond to it, then we'll kill them too. <laughs> what, and how do you feel about promoters and, and people that create tour packages lumping bands like this together? Is that something that you care about? Is that something you think is important? Or is it something that uh, would, is it more of an annoyance? It depends on the quality of the show. I mean, it's like this tour has been great with Necrogoblicon. They, they have that weird guy that follows them around, but it's not, you know, what defines them. And it works, they works, it works the show. You know, I don't think anybody really even noticed that one of the guys is a goblin. <laughs> I picked it up like after the second week, I was like, yeah, that guy's, looks a little green well you know well see that's you i had a beef with him before the tour and we worked it out you know as 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 uh as hype man we uh we kind of had a little bit of a thing and and he i maybe said that i killed his parents but i backed off on that and uh we're good we're good now the whole tour has been fantastic he's been we've we've made that yeah, this this tour is a peace conference, and so between trolls and goblins, we've made that peace conference. That's a historical battle. The goblins and trolls historically do not get along very well. So, oh, in, in our last uh, podcast, he came out the gate swinging. I am so so happy that it worked out the way it did. That I could mediate a conversation between Bone Snapper and John Goblicon. I, I I knew it's you know having gone on tour with bands before and jumping onto a tour package when you know you already don't like a member of the tour package it's not fun so so i i definitely wanted the troll and goblin thing to be sorted before you guys even hit the stage 
you let him lip off to you? Oh, he just did, but then 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 we we calmed it down. We so calmed it down. Coming. I mean, I did kill his parents, so <laughs> you know, he can kind of say whatever he wants. That ain't no good, man. But now that I know that, <laughs> I think we might have some beef. Not anymore. We we worked it out. It's a peace conference. Well, no, I might have some beef. Oh, today, okay. So. I think if if it's the last night tonight, you got to bring him up on stage and you got to kill him. Yeah, it's the last show of the tour. I don't think he's he gets to talk to my little my troll like that. Only yeah, well, only you guys get to talk to the troll like that. <laughs> One night only in Norfolk, Virginia. <laughs> Feed him into the meat grinder, but <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> this is a Heavy Montreal Presents Vox and Hops episode. I would love to hear about um, how you guys think of Montreal. I know Montreal loves you guys. I've seen you guys come here so many times. T- talk to me about your your favorite memory of performing here in Montreal. Uh, uh, we might have might have beat some people up for stealing some props. I remember that. Really? Food. No way. And then. It- we haven't played for Foons in a while, but it used to be all upstairs and they had that metal staircase that you had to. Oh, it was horrible. Falling yeah. down that drunkenly one night and then walking around all night with probably a broken ankle. And then and then getting drunk there the next day on our day off. Yes. <laughs> it's a great form. <laughs> Hell yes, Foofs is uh, is basically for anyone listening is basically the CBGBs of Montreal. It is exactly the same, guys. Uh, they, it did close down during the the pandemic, and they cleaned it up a whole bunch downstairs. But no matter mm. how much you scrub, it's not going to get clean. That place, <laughs> it's still grimy as hell. And uh, the metal stairs, the shitty loadout, it's it's exactly the same. So if when you do come. It will be waiting for you exactly the same way it was. Uh, shout out to all the people at Foofs and the very, very friendly bouncers that like to throw people out. Um, <laughs> I've and, do- and we did play. We did play heavy Montreal mm-hmm. as well that one, that one year. So if they want to have us back, hell yes, let's do it. What do what what would be your your biggest memory of that festival? It's on an island. Um, there's a lot of little golf carts that drive you around. I don't know if you guys remember that. They have hot tubs there, I think. Oh, VIP hot tub at Heavy Montreal. Uh, it was an eclectic mix. I remember maybe Zach Wild and Hell Yeah and and uh, uh, Steel Panther. Steel Panther. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was a good fest. Absolutely one of the best in the world, and I can't wait till it comes back because it's been on hiatus. But uh, Heavy Montreal people, bring it back because uh, all the metalheads want it. Uh, you can keep your Oshiaga. Give us, give us, give us Heavy Montreal back. Hey, what's up, Fox and Hops heads? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right, I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns. The Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June. We are supporting the mighty death to all. We are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, you should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode. 
I'm doing a new segment about mental health, and this is a heavy topic. So I, I, I a little bit of seriousness with the, the guys from Guar, which is not always an easy topic to approach. But let's see how we can do this. Uh, how do you guys deal with when you're not feeling well? What steps do you take to make yourself feel better or in the band when you see one of your guys is not doing all what steps do you take to make them feel better i go on a bike ride that's what i do full costume bike ride i love it (laughs) no costume (laughs) i go for a long walk in the woods bone snapper goes and contemplates nature He's from a bog planet, so he gets back to nature. How about you, Valsek? I completely isolate myself, um, suppress all my feelings and emotions, and sink into a deep pit of depression. Hmm. Which is is it's what we want to do, right? But there, how do you get out of that pit once you are there? Oh no, that's the stuff I want to do. <laughs> the things I'm forced to do are like come play a show, get drunk, have fun. Those things are what wear on me. How about when one of your friends is not doing well? What what do you what do you do in, in those circumstances? Laugh at him usually. <laughs> but you, we're, we're 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 probably the worst bad to ask these questions about. Uh, just that we have a horrible track record of not dealing with depression. Mm-hmm. Humor, our humor. I would say our humor. Oh yeah, we we may use the jokes. The jokes. It's like mash, only metal. Yeah. <laughs> Laughter is like the cheapest medicine. Isn't that what they say? Probably. They say it's the best, but I don't buy that. I'll accept that it's cheaper than most medicine. Well, it's pretty expensive around here, and there's not too many funny people here anymore. <laughs> I, uh, I we, we need to hire maybe uh, Andrew Dice Clay or uh, Pee Wee Herman to come on tour with us. That would be super sick, but that would be something cool for Guar to do as well, is to, to tour with a stand-up comedian. If any band could do that... You guys could do that. Is that something you have done? Have you played a show with a stand-up comedian as a, as a part of the act? Kind of. We had um, uh, on the Church of Bob. Oh, subgenius guy. Yeah, but he got brutally booed off stage every night. Really? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I've always wanted Neil Hamburger. He's my favorite. I thought maybe he could do it. Yeah, but I think our fans would be pretty brutal on a stand-up comic. It's like, you know, you say you're dying out there. You would literally be dying. <laughs> and then- I'd say... I'd say the Odorous Urungus was one of the greatest stand-up comedians I've ever met. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and then that stand-up comedian, if he's dying every night up there, might need to talk about it because he's not feeling well. And then you guys could use your, your humor to make him not feel good, and that would make you feel good. I, I, I'm, I'm seeing a, a full circle thing here. I think it's going to work. Pagliacci. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something that's really prominent in today's culture, and it's something that I'm not a fan of. I, I see the need for it, and I, for Guar, I see you guys as an art piece, and I understand you guys. Uh, I'm talking about cancel culture. Do you ever feel like it's going to catch up with you guys? One of your old gags is going to come up on the internet, and the, the cancel culture is going to find something. Is that like something that 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 you guys think about? You would really think that they would come after us a long time ago exactly somehow we've flown above the radar i i don't know like maybe we're grandfathered in and people just think that's what we do i i don't get it you know mad magazine is gone because people don't like you know uh, that kind of humor anymore but we've we've maybe people get that that you know i always say it's only 
it's only funny if you don't mean it. Uh, maybe people will understand that we really don't mean it, and so we get a pass. Comedy plus time equals tragedy. <laughs> but last time we spoke together, we spoke about if you guys ever thought you went too far, and and we decided you guys said no, we've never gone too far. We we it's art. It's and and art. You stand by your art. Uh, we must. Have, what kind of beer were we drinking that time? <laughs> yeah. You were drinking your your. It was a pilsner, a killer pilsner, or. Pilsner? I think so. Kirk Pills destroyed. Exactly. Um, exactly. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so do you still feel that way about about not having gone too far ever? Uh, we stand by that. We we yeah. we, we, we always far enough. Yeah, we always feel like we fail and we, we should <laughs> be meaner <laughs> or terrible. So, so building a whole new tour, you guys are, are just um, showcasing a few tracks from the new Dark Ages. You, in the fall, you're, you're into a whole new tour. I know that a lot of stuff goes into a Guar tour. Uh, how prepared are you for that? How close are you to being ready? Uh, is it the reason that you're not doing it now because you weren't ready? Uh, tough question. Uh, the reason we're not doing it now is because we started this tour before new Dark Ages came out. We didn't want to play a lot of songs that nobody had ever heard before because, you know, people like the familiar. Yes, of they course. They don't like new things. People don't like new things at all. They get mad at the new. <laughs> get very, very upset when you change things. So we tried not to change too much at once. But this fall, yes, we will change everything. We're not wearing the costumes. We're all going to be women. <laughs> and... The monsters will be actual people from our past. Right. Like my mother. <laughs> the Duoverse uh, is coming. Uh, be prepared, people. It's going to be a monstrous tour. <laughs> uh, what have you been doing when you weren't, couldn't perform? For myself, I'm very lucky that I get to do these. Uh, I get the same sort of feeling that when I'm going to climb up on stage, I get like the goosebumps right before I sit down here. This is how I've been filling the void of performing. When you guys couldn't perform, what were you guys doing to fill that void? That, that the beer, the new comic book, album. What else? Uh, we've got a documentary about the slaves of Gore coming out. Oh yeah, the 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 movie of lies. Uh, I just there's a million products that uh, you know where where people are forcing us to to put our name on and uh, it keeps us uh, it keeps us from having to go back to outer space so we're busy is that is it something that you you actively search for uh, to keep yourselves busy or is it things just keep falling onto your plate from outside sources or a mix of the both I imagine Mix of the both. What do you think there, Bulls? I got it. Is it still fun? Are you still having fun, all this all this crazy shit that you guys do? Uh, going out on tour, preparing for it, writing albums. Is it, something that, is it still fun after all these years? If it wasn't a at least a little bit fun, I wouldn't be doing it. Because it's certainly not for the money. And it's not for the prestige. It's not for any of the things that we don't ever get. But I'm going back to you. asked that question about whether you th we thought we'd ever gone too far. It's, it's funny you should say that because it's become so easy to offend people nowadays, exactly. but it's really hard to be offensive. <laughs> you know, no matter what we do, it's not offensive, but it's very easy to offend people. It makes it difficult on a band like us. Uh, where, where do these ideas come from when, when you are building 
a new a new tour the the new basically a show building up a show as an art piece and and trying to find these offensive things that are just on the borderline right so so wh- wh- how do these ideas come up and, and where where i imagine it's around a beer that's how i would imagine it happening but uh how much of it is just off the top of your head balsak and i are the only two uh, uh two of the only beer drinkers left so uh uh it's it's we always say it's one uh stupid idea uh rolling downhill and other people adding their stupid ideas to that it's a it's a collective oh well then that thing should do this thing and well at least that's how it's been in the past it's not always that you're definitely one of the the hardest working bands when i toured with you guys uh throughout canada i was just baffled at how much work you guys all do and the slaves do and i i just have to commend you on that that uh people don't probably don't realize how much work goes into putting on an amazing show like you guys put on so cheers to you guys for that because uh I'm tired for you, and you're on tour right now, and you're having a chat with me. Before your last show, I appreciate that very, very much. So, so cheers to you guys for being the, the hardest, one of the hardest, if not the hardest, working rock and roll extreme band out there. Massive cheers to that, absolutely. Is, is it is it ever a moment where you guys want to scale back because it's too much work? Uh, I, I I think it's just a matter of logistics. You know, if, if, we, uh, we, if we have more money and bigger clubs will do more things if it's what where we're at we just we accommodate what what we can and we've got way bigger ideas we're always scaling them back we we always have such stupid huge undoable ideas it's always a process of reduction uh what would uh, this is just me being i'm a crazy idea let me throw an idea down a hill what about a a residency for guar in vegas one day is that something that 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 could possibly happen <laughs> we've talked about branson for years we totally have <laughs> i think it'd just be so dead you could go so big if you don't have to move all the time right we, we liked branson better we had a day off there and it was so busted we thought that we would be the best <laughs> we wouldn't be really suitable for for vegas it's too fancy and, and we'd, we'd be better at branson so I love it. <laughs> uh, last time we spoke, I, I wrapped up with the classic Vox and Hobbs wrap-up question, which was, uh, what are your hangover cures? Have your hangover cures evolved at all? You mentioned the now that you're the only two drinkers left in the band. Uh, oh, there's a few more. We're just, it's just less. Yeah. They're, they're, they're more, they're more tame. They, they, they've, they've controlled themselves a bit better. But it's like half and half. Yeah. So it's not the, they're actually, more out of control drinkers than we are. We're the only two that can talk about drinking. They just get so violent whenever they do it. You <laughs> can't really get them on camera. It's, a, it's, a, it's an embarrassment, I'll tell you. <laughs> Which is fun to tour with, right? I'm looking at but <laughs> uh, Talk to me. About your hangover cures, have they evolved at all? I can't remember what I said last time. Neither can I. That's why I'm asking. But <laughs> <laughs> it was probably drink another beer, because that's what a lot of people say. That's a classic. The yeah. old hair of the dog. Actually, dog hair it does not work at all. I've tried it a lot. <laughs> like I've shaved so many dogs and just chowed down a big plate of dog hair. Maybe, maybe I'm getting the ones that didn't bite me. That's the problem. I got to find the dog, make more dogs bite me. So I got to go around kicking dogs until they bite me, and then I can get drunk and I'll shave them. Oh, oh, I know what to say. It's something. Uh, 
plant-based. Mm-hmm. That's my new thing. Everything is plant-based. So, so whatever it is, it's probably better if it's plant-based. Yeah, you, 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 I, I literally just had someone on, and they said that uh, now that she's eating plant based, she she feels better. <laughs> she's getting less hangovers. It's almost as if you're a part of that call too, there, uh, Bun Snapper. But <laughs> I got my finger on the pulse. Um, Are you vegetarian? I'm an omnivore. I'm not a turtle. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Zach Blair, I hosted uh, an after party uh, for Voivod with him. He's in Rise Against now. What what, what can you talk about? A funny story about Zach Blair that I can tell him you said. (laughs) Well, for one, both Voivod and Zach Blair are, are some of the only humans that we would consider talking nicely about. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have a story I can tell about Zach Blair that's fit for the internet. I love that. <laughs> You'll tell me later. Um, <laughs> Ball sack. Bone Snapper, thank you so, so much for taking the time hanging out with me. I know, I know you're busy. You got your last show tonight. Um, have a good one. Enjoy it. Uh, everyone, listen to the new Dark Ages. Brand new Guar record. It's out now. It's a banger. You're going to love it. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out again. Next time, face-to-face, let's do this. Cheers. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening to my that I love and appreciate that. Man, this was an awesome conversation. So stoked to have gotten back with Ballsack and Bone Snapper. They are just so much fun to hang out with. I love, love, love speaking to people that are in a character. I think it's, it's a challenging interview, but it's a very rewarding one. It's really, really interesting. I had the same sort of vibe when I was talking to John Gobblecon, obviously. Huge Guar fan. I toured with them. They're such hardworking individuals. I love them to death. Massive, massive cheers to Guar. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with me yet again. Now, if you enjoyed this Vox and Hops episode, you should sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast mailing list. You can do that on my website, voxandhops.com. That's V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S.com. When you do that, you shall receive one email a month that contains all of the details of everything that has happened recently in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. You'll get to see which episodes I've released recently. You'll get to see which episodes I have coming up. You'll get to see which albums the Vox and Hops album review crew have reviewed recently. You'll get to see any information about any projects I have in the works before I announce them to the public and trust me I always have a bunch of things going on behind the scenes you also get to see which albums Jerry Monk the metal architect himself has added to the Brutal Awakenings playlist the most extreme fresh new music that is dropping every week Jerry listens to it all somehow and he puts it on the playlist for you to enjoy it's available on both Apple Music and Spotify the Brutal Awakenings playlist is what you want to be listening to trust me there's just so much going on in the world of the Vox and Hospital podcast. I hate for you to miss a single thing, so sign up to the mailing list. The Vox and Hospital podcast is brought to you by Sound Media and Evergreen Podcasts. I hope you have a killer rest of the week. I will be back next week with two episodes, one on Tuesday and another on Friday. But until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died 
and while we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.